of. Actually, Going I feel live. Like I have my whole. Oh, okay. more than one vote this time, Aaron. All right, yeah, ladies life. and gentlemen. One vote, baby. Welcome. welcome to episode seven of Fantasy Film Fights. I am your host and birthday girl, Peggy. As always, to my left is my man, Tony. Tony, I have nothing creative to come up with, so just um, introduce yourself, I guess. Hi, I'm Tony. <laughs> and it's your birthday! Yeah, Happy birthday! Hey! Can finally so, uh, Before we go on, no, 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 no. Sing for us, Tony. No, we're not singing. Uh, I've just got a little something. So, um, it's, Pe- it's actually Peggy's birthday today. Happy birthday, Peggy. And uh, also, if you follow us from Center, we had the interview with uh, Shannon Barney, which was fantastic edited by yourself. So as a small thank you for that, and also as a birthday gift, um, at EMB, guys, we've done a... We wanted to do something for you, and we didn't want to do it as... They, we didn't want to be creepy and go, where'd you live? <laughs> or anything like that. So what we've done is that, knowing that you're a dog walking, passionate about animals, uh, we've made small donations here to Paul Chicago in your honor. Hey, you! That's cool. Oh, cool. That is really cool. Yeah, that, that is really cool. Thank you. I would, I would bring you up on screen. Uh, no, well, it's got my personal card details on it. No. <laughs> Put it on the screen. I got no. my board. Ready. My dog's sitting over on my bed. She went out and shoots me so she doesn't bark during this thing. But thank you guys. That was very sweet of you. Aww. That's cool. I'm touched. All right. Well, anywho, um, it is my birthday. And as my birthday, I said I wanted to choose today's topic. And for some reason, Tony wanted to call it Peggy's birthday bonanza. I'm like, well, that's a lot of He kept today's topic a surprise. And I want to tell you what it is after I introduce our panelist. To my right, we've got Adelaide. Adelaide, how you doing, buddy? Ooh, I have the worst list. Let's do this. <laughs> isn't that always the case, though? I've only done once before. I, there's not I'm, a hit. There's a small history. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, buddy. All right, down in the corner over here, we've got my teammate, Kevin. Kevin, say hi. What's up, everybody? <laughs> um, that's what she said. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It should be interesting. I hope. I hope I have a decent list put together, but we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Directly below me, we've got Aaron. Aaron, how you doing, pal? Happy birthday, Peggy G. I am doing great. I'm going for one vote or more this time around. So I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> like if I can pull off the impossible. I love the fact that Aaron is the only person that takes this show seriously. Like, oh, I've been, like everything else in my life, I take it very, very seriously. And uh, I will be keeping my hands off screen to get all the advantages I can. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right, and then last but certainly not least, on over here we've got Jacoby. Jacoby, how you doing, pal? Doing great. Happy to be here. This is an exciting topic, and I'm thrilled. It's going to be fun. Yeah. This is the actual reason why Insert Name Hero half decent team is because he's secretly a robot. Let me just kick him out and put him back in. Hopefully, his screen is now frozen. So hopefully he's hearing this and he buggers off. I am curious. I didn't know it was frozen. Yeah, I might want to. Jo- there we are. Kobe's auto tuned right now. <laughs> yes, T Pain style. I've never seen Jacoby and T Pain in the same room. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're dropping the freshest hits of 2020. Uh, Drop see. your uh, favorite T Pain song in the comments. Oh, hey, Jacoby Pain. 
I like T-Pain without love. T-Pain can't get enough. I'm a fan of Freeze myself. Especially the music video. Super fun. Check it out after this. Uh, let me buy you a drink. My favorite. I don't know what I missed in the five seconds I was gone. But... <laughs> we found out that you're actually T-Pain. You are actually T-Pain. You've discovered Sorry. my secret. Anyways, I'm yeah. excited to yep. be here. We're excited to have you, Jacoby. And I guess I should let everyone know what the topic of today's draft is. Um... Send all these guys a message saying to each and every one of them, congratulations, you've just become head of a major movie studio. Now it's your first project. You gotta knock it out of the park. So you gotta come up with a really good cast and find yourself a really good director. But the whole wrench in the equation is it's gotta be a romantic comedy. That's right, folks. Today we are drafting a romantic comedy. Everyone on the panel has to draft two love leads, a best friend, a nemesis, and their director. So that is what we are going to be doing today. In that order? Any order. Okay, good. Otherwise, I screwed up. <laughs> but yeah, once an actor, actress, a director is gone, nobody else can draft them in any sort of category. So keep that in mind. You're going to want to be strategic about who you draft where. Okay, definitely noted now. <laughs> and also we're going to try and pitch a synopsis stuff like that as well explain what our thoughts through it as well and and if we can't think of a title we'll think of a title it, it, can i get can i oh well i, I don't know if i should ask you, can get, now, you but... can get help from the chat kevin if you really need it no no I, that wasn't what i was going to ask i think i got i think i got my my, my plots now i'm good but do you want us to explain the plot before or like like kind of weave it together? Is that how you want us to do it? However you want to do it. I mean, just. I'm going to use mine right away. Well, I guess before it would be kind of kind of weird, but okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. All right. All right. I got you. We're good. Yep. Yep. No, that's cool. I just want to know. All right. Draft order. How are we doing that one, buddy? Okay. So draft order. Because it's all six of us. Uh, screw it, it's your birthday. You get to choose. Huh. I get oh. to choose? Okay, okay. Go. Right. I was afraid that it might be the case. Who's your I favorite? appreciate hey. Guess what we're doing? Hey. We're starting with Adelaide, and we're going around clockwise God and counterclockwise. Because I want to be at the turn at the end. So. Okay. She'll cry if she wants to. Come on, man. Come on. So, yeah. come, on. Come, come on, man. Go ahead and kick us off. You'll see a very interesting theme going through my list. I'm going to not reveal anything yet until I get to my leads. I'm just going to say my director, my first choice, are going to be the Wachowski sisters. All right. Okay. Because yeah, when you think of rom-coms, when you think of <laughs> sure. romantic comedies, <laughs> they, 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 they definitely wouldn't have been there in round three or four. Sure. They have made one great romance film so far, and it was their first film. It will be a return to form for them. Ooh. Genre may be different, but the romance will be just as good, if not better. Not having to Google and fit. I'm just going to say, so uh, I'm putting in the description. I googled the Wojcikowski's. I spelled it so badly. Google refused to send anything back to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kachow, like Lightning McQueen's catchphrase, and there's Lana and Lily. Okay, there you go. Yep. But we don't know anything about your movie. We don't know if they're going to be a good fit or not. They will be. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Matrix Four, Matrix in space. <laughs> All, All right. right, that's it. 
not the first overall pick that I was expecting uh, coming to the board, <laughs> but hey, to each their own. I have no judgment. Who knows? You might knock it out of the park <laughs> once we see the overall concept of what you're trying to do. But with that being said, Kevin, pick number two. I'm drafting number I'm All right. Having what pick I do um, and knowing kind of the rules now, um, all right, I'm going to lay out kind of the first part of my uh, of mine. Um, so it's going to be a an office pub trivia league team. Um, uh, they um, so they're they're hanging out at the bar most of the time that we see them, um, uh, and it's the story of a gay couple, um, but. It's uh, it's a it's a the two leads are going to be a gay couple, um, and uh, and then uh, a female best friend, um, and then an antagonist, and then and then uh, I'll pick the uh, the director from there. But uh, but having the the pick I do, I want to go ahead and grab um, my first lead actor. Um, Adam Driver, um, oh. he did so great in Marriage Story, um, <clears throat> and uh, so I, that pulling off of that performance is uh, is something that I just I can see him putting on, being able to put on anything uh, that anybody wants him to put on, and this is going to be semi serious and semi uh, funny, so I think he has the ability to do both. Um, I've seen him on SNL. He can do funny. Uh, so, so yeah, Adam Driver. Yeah, he can definitely do funny. I'm, I'm not hating on that pick at all. I love Adam Driver, especially in the movie This Is Where I Leave You as the brother. That's okay. great. I'll be honest, Adam Driver was on my list of leads, potential leads, so I'm annoyed. He was not on my that, list. That's a, that's, a, that's a very good list. Uh, we have not seen a hot Adam Driver in about six months, so I'm missing him. Okay. I need him back. Yeah, and I think he is underratedly funny as well. So I don't know if you have to lean as much into serious with him as you may think. I think he hasn't had a chance to spread those comedic chops. So excellent choice. Um, and so. uh, we'll see if yeah. Am I? Sh- shall I go now? You, you are up. Okay, I didn't want to step on your dance floor before you were done there, Kevin. Um, mine is not mysterious it's maybe not even too creative um it's topical right now um everybody's thinking about it right now i won't even say what it is um but the basic premise of this story is two individuals have a few drinks they end up going home together and uh they wake up in a quarantine so uh their house arrested together and uh yeah, so it's just kind of a classic. They have to get to know each other, uh, and they have no devices. The National Guard's coming in to give them food and water, so there's your plot device of that. Um, they do have internet, so that will open up for the Best Friend Avenue and some other surprises along the way. But basically, it's just a, it's a quarantine love story. Uh, and boy meets girl, boy gets brought, girl sick yeah. with deadly disease. <laughs> it, you know, so, you know, love, love is a sickness, depending on you know who you talk to or a battlefield. But um, my pick is going to be for uh, lead and director. 
Am I allowed to do that if they fill both roles? Sure. Okay. Great. Um, then so you can my... have just a random pick of anything else you want. Okay. Okay. I'll. Fi- I, I have. I, have a, I actually have enough ways to fill that that I'll figure out a way here. Uh, so my pick is. Um, he is an absolutely brilliant director. I feel comfortable saying that after one film of his. Um, he is a brilliant comedic mind. Uh, I feel like he, when he's in movies, I always enjoy it. And that is Mr. Bo Burnham. So he my lead actor and director. And uh, I just think he still can play like that 25 to 35. Like it doesn't really matter. And with some things I fill in along the way with the rest of my cast, um, it will work with, I think, this uh, lead and director. Eighth grade, I loved it. And it just, I, the whimsy, I think, can be really used in a good way here. And I said whimsy, so please still vote for me, people. <laughs> One vote, baby. Aaron has well on his way to directing his own 24 movie. I assume that's the studio that I'm putting you in charge of. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, please. please. Uh, Bo Burnham has signed an A24 deal as a result of this, so I'm very, very happy with my pick. He's actually running A25. It's a knockoff version. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bo uh, Burnham. That's a good choice. It is a good choice. That's the one I had on my list, but I'm not hating on it. I dig Bo Burnham. All right, I'm my turn. Actor, uh, apart from the big sick, which ironically is quite uh, well, Don't think twice. He was also in um, the movie with uh, Mike Birbiglia, Keegan Michael Peel, oh, yeah. uh, or Keegan Michael K. Whatever. Uh, not Peel. Yeah, whatever. Keegan Michael. I apologize. But yeah, whenever he's like a, whenever he's like a, just like a random little like side character and like crashing also. He's just like always really funny, very improvised. I'm not going to say more words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Improvise is real good. Improvise is super good. Yeah. Super good. Um, All right. My turn? Yep. Mm-hmm. You're up. All right. I am up. So I'm going to give you my elevator pitch for my movie first off to give it because it's about the hottest thing right now that everyone can't escape. And it's not coronavirus. It is superheroes. Superheroes are everywhere. They're dominating our media. But what we need nowadays is a different spin on the superhero genre. And that is why I think this movie that I'm, that I'm putting forward is the answer to that. Here's my pitch. Picture it. Okay. A woman discovers her new perfect boyfriend is actually a crime fighting superhero and must fight against the standard cliched superhero girlfriend tropes to take the lead in her own story while also learning to navigate someone who's from a whole different world, literally. On the surface, mm-hmm. this romantic comedy puts the spotlight on a severely underserved element of most superhero movies, the, the love interest. Um, also at its core, it's, it's just it's really your standard tale of two completely different people from two different worlds with different passions coming together, falling in love, and learning how to work it all out. Um, so that is, that is my superhero movie. Um, what I am superhero romantic comedy movie. So what I want to cast first is my lead roles. Obviously the lead female role is the most important role here, but I think strategically I'm going to cast my, my male first, just cause I think who I have is not going to choose. So for the character of Rick Rexington, who is a charming EMT by day brooding superhero by night, 
um, whose increasingly dark and clothing and persona starts to affect his everyday life, I'm going to pick Army Hammer. Um, he Ooh. is, yeah, he is. He is the lead. Yeah. He fits the persona of a superhero, just of everything you need. He's also really funny um, in a lot of his roles that he hasn't really got to highlight a whole lot in in, in everything. And I think this movie would be perfect to showcase um, why he deserves to be a, a good male lead um, to who the main character is, which is the girl. But um, that's who I choose first for my lead, Army Hammer. Wiggle without mustache. Uh, depends. Halfway <laughs> through the movie, halfway through the movie, he shaves. <laughs> right, it's up to All me. Right. I... Yep. Uh, I'm so happy this came to me. So, um, I've said this before. I've said this again. There's only there's the there's some people that have done rom coms well in the past. There's some people that have done amazing work. There's one person that's the greatest rom com director of all time. There's one person that is created some of the greatest British movies of all time. Give me that goddamn greatest rom com director, Richard Curtis. I am so happy I ended up with him. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. Great director was not on my list. Sure. He doesn't fit my what movie, but. He's, he's a good one. Also, um, he would be the writer as well. So, yeah, the writer of Nine Kill for Wednesday and Funeral, director of Love Actually, yes, director, the writer of Yesterday. You have that as the, just a beautiful mix, just like, uh, because what I'll explain more of my pitch when I choose my first lead. But I am, mm -hmm. yeah, the greatest person of all time in terms of rom coms. Screw you, Nora Efron, Bishop Curse. <laughs> I did have I did have Nora. I did have Nora. I have to say. What if What if he's also your male romantic lead, and the female lead is Nora Ephron? It's about two films that are falling in love, writing a new original rom com. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> so, let me steal that really quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Well, let's be Let's be fair here. He's made. Three great romance films. Two great romance films. About Time and Four Weddings and a Funeral. Love Actually is a horror film. It's a Christmas film. It's, uh, it's the only Christmas film that past the year 2000 that become a staple for people. It's the second most depressing movie about adultery since my best friend's wedding. It's <laughs> not fun. Also, just to say as well, uh, right for Bridget Jones' Diary, right for Bean... I direct, uh, wrote for The Book Rocked, which is a really good film that no one's watched. About Time. Trash was a really good film. War Horse. War Horse. Oh, we're busting out the War Horse argument. War Horse is great. Is that, is that helpful All to right. your cause? I, I, I left that one in. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're wrong, Scott. It's, it is overrated. It is not good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yesterday, right. um, I was a little disappointed by yesterday. I don't know. I think the trailer oversold it, but that's just me. Uh, Billy Billy Eilish gave a better yesterday performance than whatever his name is, who was in the movie. Jack Malik. <laughs> Thank you. Played by the boy behind his back, but on EastEnders. All right, I guess I am up. It is. Very happy this person dropped to me. Let me just write it down real quick. Got it. All right. So I am going, well, first off, my favorite like genre, 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 like if we're going to nitpick down, I like rom-coms that have like a, like a sports movie undertone. So like movies like The Replacements, like always find a nice little place in my heart. 
So my rom-com, it's where there's a meet cute at the beginning where the two love interests are tailgating at a Bears game. And I'm going to pick my new actor first, actually. Um, one of the hottest names in Hollywood at the moment. I'm so glad he, he fell to me. He hasn't really done rom-com lead per se yet. I guess the closest thing you could say he did it in was the movie That Awkward Moment, if anyone's seen that one. But I am going with Michael B. Yeah! Ooh. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. I would watch any movie starring that man, not named Fantastic Four. Ladies will flock to the It's called fan. Uh, he, he, he can pull off any role. I mean, loves him as Vince in Friday Night Lights. Loves him... That role and uh, that awkward moment. Love <sighs> my parenthood, but yeah, Michael B. Jordan. That's my first number one draft pick. Round pounds. So Tony, we can't go questions. Uh, just quickly before we do that, yeah. that awkward moment is. I've had arguments about this before. Is it a good movie or bad? Because I I quite like I, it, but I don't. It's it, not a good movie. It's an enjoyable movie. It's. I mean, it's. It's one it's of those like okay rom coms. Like two nights stand starring starring Miles Teller. Like it's not meant to be the great, but it's like it's it's a good time. It's a good yeah, cast. I enjoy it. Oh, it's a great cast. Miles Teller, Zach Efron, uh, Jordan. Was it Mackenzie something? What's Mackenzie her name? Foy. Mackenzie Davis. No. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Davis. Foy, the young one. <laughs> yeah. It's good. But it's worth a watch if there's nothing else on. If you ignore Miles, if you ignore Miles Teller, it's pretty decent. All right, <laughs> uh, let me pull up the uh, Miles Teller is just one of those actors that I just can't stand. Okay, so I had to quickly change the board because I forgot we had six people. But so Spence went first, and they went with the Bukowskis for directors. Kevin went with Adam Driver for his lead. Aaron decided to book the trend and tr do two for the price of one. Uh, Bill Berman is his director and his lead actor. Jacoby went Army Hammer for his lead. I went Richard Curtis for the director because I'm a genius. And Peggy went Michael B. Jordan for her lead. Uh, Tony, you don't need to throw your ego on, on camera. We can pay $18.50 for that later. Please. It's free 50 <laughs> Yikes. All right. So hang on a second. So that means I get my second pick. You do? I am very thankful got around to me. I figure for drafting rom-coms, and it's me drafting a rom-com, there's no other lead actress that I can possibly go with. Kevin can attest to this one. I know most of her films pretty much inside and out. You had a love interest, Emma Stone. I didn't even put her on my list because I knew <laughs> you were going to pick her. Okay, <laughs> okay but here. I've got a girl crush on Emma Stone. I think she's phenomenal. She's great in almost, I almost she's great in every role that I've ever seen her in. So, yeah, I'm picking Emma Stone. She meets Michael B. Jordan, tailgating Bears game, and romance ensues. Okay, but Peggy. Yeah. Hot take. What if you were the lead, lead, like the female lead? That way you could make out with Michael B. Jordan for like a month. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? If she has to. Yeah. You know, nah. Hard work. I'm not sure I'd be the best actress. Well, maybe I, I've never tried it. But, nah. <laughs> we're going with the Hollywood A-listers here, so. No introducing rules for me. I'm just trying to think of what was the last bad performance that Emma Stone did? Because I'm thinking you have to go back. Like I would even say past like the Amazing Spider-Man because she was really good as Gwen Stacy. Yeah. I don't know what we do this. E then. Even in those, she was amazing. 
like the only film, like the only film looking at it, uh, it's like maybe. Aloha, maybe. Or she's bad in Aloha. For better Aloha. Uh, yeah, she plays yeah. an Asian woman in Aloha. That was a stretch. <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to play Asian. Weird. Disappointing from Cameron Crowe. I know. Here, I got you. Her last bad performance was in the 2010 movie Marmaduke. Haven't seen that movie. That's just a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a bad movie. Yeah. Let's don't mistake. Let's don't miss mince words. So, Peggy, have you said anything about your movie yet? Or have you just picked? Um, Pretty much I've only said that. The Bears game. Yeah, the Bears game. Okay. I didn't really go deep into, like, storyline or anything. I've just got basic. Not sure if I buy Michael B. Jordan as a hardcore football fan. Maybe that's part uh, of the plot. Yeah. Uh, Why would yeah. you not? He seems, he seems too pretty. Maybe. 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 But maybe. He played the quarterback in Friday Night Lights. What are I you believe he's an athlete. I believe true. he's an athlete, but have you hung out with athletes before? They're not always the biggest fans of the sports. They're kind of – they kind of sometimes are like – I don't know. That's just a – I'm just – I got I to gotta, – you know, Pick, Aaron pick. will do everything to take votes away One from vote. other people. To get One vote. I'm picking on the birthday girl. Vote for me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I buy Aaron J deserves no votes. Vote for me because I think is, I'm a pitch. I, in a way, I think it's kind of refreshing because you don't have a question with the female lead if she's like really a sports fan like some of these rom-coms you have. I buy Emma Stone as a hardcore football fan. It's Michael B. Jordan. I'm not sure about. So it's kind of a. He played football. He, he knows everything. I hear him saying he was a star. No, he played basketball. Come on, Jacoby. <laughs> I know he knows football. I'm just not sure if he'd be a fan of a team. Sure he would. I'm sure he would. He'll pull it off. He can do it. All right. All right. So, Tony's turn. Tony's gets to go with the acting route. I am going to go with the acting route. And so you may have saw my. F- oh, I can hear an echo. Somebody's oh, echoing. Yeah. Is it me? I don't know. I took my headphones off because they were on. Yeah, it's you. Much better. Yeah, I'm yep. back on. Yeah. All right, so, sorry, I cut you off from the speech. <laughs> I took my headphones off because they were uncomfortable. So. Ah, sorry, mate. Uh, I'm still there. Am I still like we? Sorry, am I still there? <laughs> I, I said, please, for a second. You just meet yourself while he's talking. It's just it's secretly me. I just want to hear my own voice go twice. <laughs> All right. There we go. Change, change the settings. So I had a bit of a heart attack when Peggy mentioned that awkward movie. That awkward moment, I should say. Yeah. Because um, the person that I have for my idea is in that film. They had a fantastic role. So um, I should explain a bit of my pitch. So my film is based around the true greatest threat towards civilization at this moment in time. Brexit. Because, of course, I'm British. I have to mention it. <laughs> so my idea is that an American falls in love with a Brit, but they can't get into the country because of Brexit. And it's like, the can the romance survive? It's a political drama. It's a romantic comedy. It's going to win people Oscars. So I need an American lead that can do the role really well, uh, be a very good actor, get, be a, someone that you could go, oh, yeah, I 100% believe that someone put their life or risk it all to be with this person. Uh, from that awkward moment, from High School Musical, from Great Showman, he. This is a person I still have a bet on, saying that he will win an Oscar this decade. Zac Efron. What is he going to win it for? That that's a better question. Playing Ted Bundy. Yeah, it was supposed. That was supposed again to be. in the sequel. <laughs> okay, uh, he's a good choice. Depends on who he pairs up with. I will see, but. 
Richard Curtis and Zach Efron, the combination I did not expect. <laughs> Musical's number in there as well. Because <laughs> why not? Wait, it's a musical? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got my vote, but not anymore. Sorry. There's a bar, there's a bar scene. There's a drunken pub scene where Efron sings. And he's just trying to recreate the scene from Greatest Showman. He just keeps breaking glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to get away? I have to find someone from the that awkward moment cast to draft. Hold on. That's going to be my choice. Or Lucas, sorry. <laughs> she looks hot. All right, sorry. <laughs> All right. I'll get back to the game. Hands on screen. Hands on screen. All right, my pick now. Um, for my romantic comedy with some splashes of superhero in it um, I think I'll cast my lead actress first the one who's going to tie it all together Um, even though I don't think the person who I have in mind is going to be on anybody's list even though I think she is a star in the making Um, um, this character is I'll tell you the character first is Trixie Tallahassee you know a capable go-getter too smart for a city that seems to get too comic booky every single day you know, but don't mistake her for the plucky overachiever you usually see in these stories. She's perfectly content working two jobs to make ends meet, including her waitressing job at a glitzy city restaurant, and doing whatever it takes to avoid her rent-demanding landlord. Um, a simple life is okay for her. So um, for this one, as against an up-and-comer who delivered a great one-two punch in in the horror franchise happy death day and happy death day to you i am choosing someone who deserves to be more of a star jessica roth is is going to be paired with army hammer that's a good pick a, yeah yeah a romantic pairing there <clears throat> slight age difference there's no. not there's a there's a four four Except uh, the perceived age difference yeah he's really? actually army hammer is actually much younger than he looks okay huh I thought he, I, when I did that first, I was like, oh, he's going to be like 40 something. But it's like, no, it's like a, it's like a four year age difference, which isn't, right. which isn't bad. Jacoby, you're not allowed to answer. People, guess how old Army Hammer is. Okay. Well, now I'm going to 32. 36. Kevin? Army Hammer? Yeah. Uh, I'd say he's uh, thir- 30. Um, Peggy? I'll go 38. Uh, closest was Spence, I believe. He's 33 years old. Oh, wow. Can you believe he's only 33 years old? Isn't that crazy? Rock is 29. I mean... I thought she was wait, like... Is she, wait, oh, wait. Maybe she's, she's not 29. Hold on. Let me see what her age is. <laughs> Challenge. She's 32. There Challenge. is no age difference. What? Yeah. They're perfect. My match is yep. perfect. There you go. Oh, it's Hollywood, so there does need to be a 10-year age difference, so you do need to pick... <laughs> my, my other choice, I have, lead, which I'll say later, turned out to be like a 15 or like a 14 year age difference. I didn't like expect that at all. I'm so, check my actor's age really quick. Give me a second. Uh, just quickly, then in the chat, uh, Tom Scully, uh, why is Jacob's main female lead a porn star? Tricks and Tallahassee, come on. <laughs> she, she's living in the trope of the superhero worlds, but then she breaks them. That's the point, Scully. Yes. Does she go by Tallahassee? No, she just goes by Trixie. She hates her last name. I was about name. to say, that's a flaw. My two leads have a 14-year age difference. Let's see how this goes. I also, I also really don't want to mention that a British shit can't call my hero at this moment. I really don't want to do that and be a dick. Because it's <laughs> a sitcom about a superhero and his wife. 
They just sound like they just sound like my Super X Girlfriend. Complete, no, I've I've read the plot of Super X Girlfriend and I watched the trailer of that in preparation. <laughs> and that movie's garbage. I prepared for this. So, no, hold it. My Super X Girlfriend is not garbage. That is a it's good bad. film. It's, it's, got, it's got Eddie Izzard in it, so it's automatically decent. It turns the female leads of that are garbage. Like that's yeah. why I wanted to make a movie about this because it was made from a completely male perspective and it was stupid as hell. True. You act like Eddie Izzard makes anything great. <laughs> I'm sorry, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. It's All right. Amazing. Okay. Well, I think he, that, he's he, I think he's great. Very, very I, said, I didn't say he he wasn't great. <laughs> I'm just looking now to see what else he's done. He was in he was in Hannibal. Okay. He was. He was in Mystery Man. Uh, yeah, he was. The so, god of hairstyle. I'm I'm just now realizing I could have literally gone last for every single round and none of my picks would be taken. Like <laughs> I, when I say I have the I, I have the dumbest list. I have the dumbest list of cast and everything. <laughs> That that, okay. gives me it's not your fault. that 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 makes me feel good. Then. All right, I'm the one the person I'm taking next, but no one here is going to take him. All right, so we go on to Aaron. All right, um, very good two picks, Jacoby. Uh, first of all, I think those are both strong. Neither one were on my list. Uh, both I kind of wish were though. Um, I'm gonna go follow the trend here, uh, getting my female lead here since I have two spots already taken care of. Um, and similar to Jacoby, my female lead, I think she is a star. I think that she has not gotten the opportunities for whatever reason. I think she's also a very talented writer. Um, very, very beautiful as well, which isn't necessarily required for my lead, but it doesn't hurt. Um, and it's Jessica Williams from uh, prior most oh. notable role would be book smart as miss yeah uh, oh okay yeah. from, comics, so, from uh, the daily show right yeah she was on She's the funny. Daily yeah. show um so improv or the word improvisational you know however you say that one you, can um, you know that is very important for my movie um, so it may be kind of a theme as we go through here but bo burnham's gonna need someone who can match him comedically um also it you know that we can play on the whole out kicking your coverage angle with how did you end up with her like but like and like i just really can see jessica williams pretty much filling this role perfectly uh for why i kind of envision in this movie i also think that um in the two weeks or however long this quarantine lasts there's other things that are going to come up that uh having her as my lead opens up so um Overall, I just I could believe Bo Burnham getting lucky enough to, you know, hook up with Jessica Williams once or twice, maybe if he got, you know, very very fortunate, and uh, that just he led to quarantine here. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with Jessica Williams. She's hilarious. She, I don't think has really had a chance to be a lead in a movie, uh, but I do think she could totally do it. Um, and the age difference is nothing. They're pretty much the same age. So, not let's that, be fair uh, here. Bo Burnham would need to roll a nat 20 to ever hook up with Jessica Williams. <laughs> like, 
you know, if you've seen some of the women I've hooked up with in my life, you would say the same thing. And I did not <laughs> need that either. So whatever a nat 20 is, that's probably like a Dungeons and Dragon term or something. <laughs> okay, I'm, so you're not a virgin. Yes, yes. it is a D&D. It is a D&D. I may not be. A, my mom may be watching, so I'll not go into this. But, you know, anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, movies are not meant to be completely reality. So, you know, there's a little bit of a fantasy here for Bo Burnham. Yeah. Um, I just could say Jessica Williams has been in a, thing, a romantic comedy before 2017. It's the incredible Jessica James. She was leading that alongside Chris O'Dowd. And that is, it's on Netflix and it's really good if you can get it. Once okay. again, way too good for the man. Like in, in like Bo Burnham, they Every role she's been in, I've enjoyed her in. So I would believe that. I'd go back and watch that at some point. But she was my favorite part of Booksmart, a movie that has a lot of parts that can be a favorite part, I think. She was, to me, the mm -hmm. highlight of the movie. And uh, just uh, she's got a great energy. Her and Bo Burnham, they just work. So, yeah. Hmm. So I, I just want to derail for a second because this is what apparently the show is at the moment. Because um, I just mentioned Crystal Dowd and Spence Met said that too good. What the hell is with Crystal Dowd? What is it his accent that makes him that he's always in these roles? Because bridesmaid, he hooks up with people. He's uh, apparently yeah. he's good enough to date Natalie Portman. Oh, he's the yeah, weird he's... cop from Bridesmaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what is it? Like, do I have to start speaking an Irish accent? Yes. <laughs> Next time I come to the <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. You were in LA for a while. The British accent, accent bro. Potter. Yeah, like, it's yeah. how it works. I'll tell you stories on screen. You... <laughs> There's a reason why I say the Roosevelt Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it made me seem like I was richer than I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, next party, I'm going with with Russian accents in talking to women and finding out mm. what they look for in a uh, attractive person. Stop that. I go and find you. God, are you growing more hair in your chest? I just okay. shaved, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shall we get this back in the road before yeah, we talk about more about body hair? I have mine uh, selected. Um, I had a little bit of a dilemma, but um, I came to the selection. Uh, because he's had um, some great roles. Uh, started out with a small role in Interstellar. Um, came in with uh, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, small but really funny role in Lady Bird. Uh, was in Hot Summer Nights and Hostiles. Uh, the other lead in my uh, in my movie, uh, apart from Adam Driver, will be Tim Timothy Chalamet. And... So let me explain my um, a little bit more into my uh, into my story now. Uh, Adam Driver is a superior at his job. He kind of leads his his pub team, pub trivia team, and so Tim uh, Timothy Chalamet's role. Uh, he's a younger. He's twenty two, uh, where Adam Driver is thirty two. You, Tony, you mentioned the ten year gap. You you played right into what I was looking for. Um, he's, he's this younger guy comes in, uh, he's got an under management role. Um, and he's, uh, he's kind of scared to approach him. Uh, but he, he is interested in him. Um, and so 
we're, we're going to play on from there. But I just wanted to go ahead and make that established as part of my plot. All right. Timothy okay. Chalamet off the board. Something tells me Adelaide was not happy that one went off the board just now. <laughs> Chalamet was my backup pick. <laughs> I just, it's just a look about his face. It's just like, he just looks too young. And Adam Driver looks and so old. It works for Call Me By Your Name. Even though we, we found out that Army Hammer is actually super young. How old is Timothy Chalamet? He's 22. Yeah, 24 now. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Army he Hammer looks much older. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Mine is still the biggest age difference. And I can't change it. Eight years. Oh, I should have switched around my rules so mine would have been like a 42-year age difference. <laughs> 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 Oh, you got Harold and Maude behind you. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so uh, my turn now. Right. Yeah, we're on the back ends. All right. So, another weird pick. <laughs> um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a start of a theme you'll see to mine. So, but my so you know, I like the Oscars. I know it instantly makes your film more Oscar worthy. Having an original song. And what makes it more Oscar worthy if the person who wrote that song already won an Oscar for a different song they wrote. So for my best friend character in their acting debut, I am casting Sam Smith. Oh, I got to take it off my list. <laughs> and just Damn it. Oh, let me erase my board. <laughs> they did win four years ago for Writing on the Wall, featured Inspector. And the next, then the next uh, song that they that they wrote that I'm putting for this movie is titled "Don't You Fly Away." <laughs> It'll lead into my plot later. Okay. Don't worry. The Wachowskis. <laughs> Wachowskis and Sam Smith. This is horrendous. You do. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting one, Gum. I'm gonna be honest. I hate Sam Smith. <gasps> How dare Sam Smith? They just guy. have a terrible, terrible voice. I really don't like it. Like I the only, I sorry, I should explain. But I do have a personal hatred towards their breakthrough <laughs> song "Lala." I don't, I've never even heard that one. It's uh, it was they it, it was a naughty voice, and he sung on it. I worked in a retail for two months, and they had a set list of songs that would play every twenty minutes. That song would come on, and it has the mm. most catches hook ever so i just used to have for a year afterwards i would have just in the back of my head i hate stance's voice now <laughs> i can see a lot Let's i like stance's voice a lot good uh, right. i love i love school's comment though <laughs> <laughs> No, he's the lead. The best friend is already taken. He's the lead. <laughs> also, I'm changing one of my picks because I've just because of something I've read on Sam Smith's Wikipedia page. Oh, man. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? I don't know what you're referencing, but how dare you? Anyways, so uh, do you want to do a recap of the two before I get to my third pick? Yeah. Just... <laughs> I was waiting for Peggy to <laughs> say it. Let it <laughs> All right. So the going through the second round. So. Peggy uh, chose her lead female, uh, that was Emma Stone. I chose my lead actor, that was Zac Efron. Jacoby won with Jessica Ruff. 
as his lead, um, Jessica Williams, Aaron's pick, Timothy Chamolet for Kevin, and then Sam Smith for the best friend role for Spence. Mm-hmm. I, and now I get to my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, pick Chico as your lead. I'm going to give you guys a hint to my final two. <laughs> I have a queer romance. But I'm picking my two leads last because I'm confident no one else here will take them. And so, in my mind of minds, <laughs> I say, who, who is like the most masculine white male in Hollywood who will give a great villain performance? I am bringing this actor out of retirement. No, okay. I am getting him, I believe, his fourth Oscar. I am casting him as the owner of a company who wants to destroy the earth and the two leads must work together but also fall in love all ha haing to stop him. Daniel Day-Lewis oh. is my lead villain in a romantic comedy. Huh. Right. <laughs> he would come out of retirement. It's like, Daniel Day-Lewis, we're throwing all these Oscar bait projects at you. Do you want to be involved in this? It's like, no, I don't yeah, want any of that. It's like, but we have this rom-com. Fuck He's that. like, yes. With the Wachowski. Oh, hell yes. With the Wachowski sisters? Yeah, yeah, it would be a that. good way to bookend his career because one of his uh, first film that got many prominence was My Beautiful Laundrette, which was a romance film about a uh, gay, uh, gay couple in the 80s. Uh, maybe 80s, maybe 70s. So it would, it, in a sense, it would be a way of him just to go back just to his roots and just like, okay, I'm going to do another film about a queer relationship just to kind of tie up my career. So... So I want I want you guys to, I want you to think about it like this when you're voting for me because I know you're gonna not but I want you to think about it at least for two seconds. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis is burdened by the weight of being a serious actor. He he he's depressed and he feels bad going into and coming out of a role because of how much he needs he needs to put into it. What I'm offering him is no. saying, Mr. Day Lewis, I want you to show up on set. I want you to read lines and just in your mind. Picture all of the critics who didn't enjoy Nine. <laughs> I want you to treat the audience like that. Stare in the camera and give the most Marlon Brando and Apocalypse Now monologue possible. Go. This will create the best romantic comedy offered today, and you will see why. Okay. Exactly. Thank you, Scully. Thank you. Argument for me. I thought you were going Jack Nicholson too. I, I actually thought That's, the same. Now that you mentioned that, probably a better choice, but I don't <laughs> care. He Daniel Day Lewis is probably nicer and easier to work with, so let's do that. Yeah, but you can get to like your games with Nicholson. Yeah, that, it don't seem he's casting Spike Lee. Like, I just want to cast. I'll, I'll have I'll have I'll have Daniel Day Lewis build a log cabin for my actors so they can bond and get to know each other. All right, my next pick. Yep. Um, this pick is the BFF pick. Um, it's to tie the two leads together. Um, it's to get the aged Adam Driver. Uh, it's his secretary. It would be his secretary. Um, and the so I needed somebody who was who could be taken seriously um, in that role um, in the office, uh, but also in, taken. It, funny and a let your hair down role <clears throat> as a BFF to Chalamet. Uh, so I took um, somebody who's played with Chalamet in the Oscar nominated Lady Bird, uh, but also a great role 
uh, underrated as Agatha in um, the Grand Budapest Hotel uh, store show, Ronan. Yeah! I feel like you're just casting the, the strangest A24 movie, and now you're going to get Aaron J to vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to vote for one of you on the panel. I will not vote for myself. I don't know if people know, but I'm not a fan of when people do that. We didn't know. <laughs> no, you haven't mentioned that. I don't ever mention it when people do it. Kurt Zalbowski, <laughs> you accidentally did it and couldn't undo it. Whoops. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, great, great A24 movie coming along, Kevin. All right, I'll, I'll go. We lost the birthday girl. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting bit. Like, Sergio Ronan, you kind of feel that... I, obviously, this is all fancy. So, uh, just quickly, anyone that's watched came in late. Uh, so, the thing is that we are creating and producing the best rom-com that we can do at this moment in time. So, picking act directors, picking direct uh, actors and all that stuff. Peggy is back. So, so I guess I guess what I could do, Tony, uh, is mine is called is or the working title I have for mine is Love is Trivial. And so uh, it is it's the story of Adam Driver and Timothy Chalamet. Um, uh, it's it's actually Chalamet and Sorcia Ronan are uh, best friends and their teammates on Adam Driver is the head boss uh, at the company. Um, so that we see him a little bit at the company, but mostly at the bar. And, and as as the the uh, audience, you get to kind of play along too with the with the uh, trivia. So that's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, so she kind of ties them together though as Adam Driver's secretary, uh, and that's where we're right now. I don't want to say too much about the antagonist yet because I don't want to give give too much away and get get her taken away. Off the board. I will tell you, she was a backup of mine for my lead actress in case Emma was no longer there. She was down on the list, but she was on the list. Yeah. So, I'm not hating on that pick whatsoever. All right. Okay. Um, so I'm moving on. Uh, so Aaron for A25 Productions. Yep. Uh, <laughs> A25 movie. Um, I am going to go the route of one of, one of, uh, I'd say, I'd say one of two or three best friends, to be honest with you. But um, I'll go with uh, this is this guy. He's going to be playing the role of um, the father in this movie um, of Bo Burnham, um, and uh, this the house that this takes place at is Bo Burnham's house, which seems a little bit too nice for Bo Burnham, and turns out that his roommate is indeed. His parents. So one of his parents, I'm going to, again, go with a uh, comedic role here. Um, I believe he's maybe been in maybe one or two movies, actually. Um, but uh, again, I believe the comedy's there. He also can play the role of an older dad, even though he probably could be this guy's grandfather. I'll play him as just an older dad. And uh, he doesn't have a trouble breaching awkward social interactions. And that is Larry David. So hmm. play the oh, wow. That's a good pick. father. Yeah, um, yeah. This is not a straight to D- DVD or TV or HBO movie. This is a full production here. Um, and uh, yeah, I just uh, can easily see him going right into every bit of awkwardness that you can approach with Jessica Williams hooking up with Bo Burnham and uh, the, and just kind of how, 
Bo Burnham frames himself as a particular type of person at the bar in order to fill in the gaps of how he got this Jessica Williams person to hook up with him. And just like it all starts to add up as the movie goes, there may be some flashbacks to that night um, with alternative stories being told from the perspectives. Um, but yeah, Larry David, he can absolutely improvise with these guys. All three of my picks so far are also writers. So I would hope they would contribute to writing this film as well. So um, yeah, it's, uh, I want funny people writing my funny romantic comedy. Crazy idea. I don't know what you're talking I about. I was, about right? say, I was gonna say, it's just like, if you're an extra on this film, you're gonna hate life because it's just like, it's, a scene takes an extra two hours because they just keep improvising, just like, oh, I've got this funny idea to do. Let's try this instead, like. Yep. But uh, yeah, I just, I can just totally picture the first scene when they come across each other and just all of a sudden went, whoa, who are you? Like just all the Larry David, Larry David with Jessica Williams, Larry David with Bo Burnham, the three of them together when you see the rest of my cast and how they interact here. Yeah, I think that he should be in more movies. All three of these people should be in more movies. I'm just looking now. Do you you know what the last non-television film that Larry David was a part of? I, I B movie. It's not B movie. No, I know. Because no. clearing history, you're not counting, right? Uh, um, yeah, clear history television film. Yeah. Uh, what is it? 2012 film. He plays. <coughs> what's his? Uh, he plays Sister Mary Mangaline <laughs> in the Three Stooges. Wow. Yeah. So he deserves a yes. comeback to, to films here and. Uh, Love is viral will be a great way to, you know. Is he winning an Oscar for this though? Uh, no, so I don't think he's going to win an Oscar in this one. <laughs> Give, <Yeah>. it <laughs> Give it to Jessica. Give it to Jessica. Murray's um, making a cameo. Okay. Aww, All right. My turn. Oh, so cute. Um, I think I'm going to go with. Mm, let's see. What do I have left? Okay. I'll go with my director. I think that's... uh, I'll go with my director first, even though I don't think anyone's going to pick this director, even though they should. This is kind of a relatively new director. Um, She kind of burst on the scene this year by delivering a very surprising DCEU film. Um, I think what she did with this movie was really great. Uh, The way that she told the story and the relationships between the characters were good, and I'm going to need both... A director who can handle great interpersonal relationships and the superhero tiny aspect of things. So that is why I'm going with Kathy Yan, who directed uh, Birds of Prey. Hmm. Right. I wasn't going to pick her as my co-director, actually. So <laughs> not bad. It's like not great, but it's not bad. Like, it's it's nice. It's it's it fits perfectly for my theme, Mr. Daniel Day Lewis. That's hey, true. hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Don't be coming for one of the. Maybe, Arguably the second greatest actor of all time, <laughs> according to stats. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's my pick. Interesting pick. Like, um, brings something different to the table. Don't. She's uh, the only. I was just having a quick look. That the only thing she's ever done apart from this is a movie called Dead Pigs from 2018. But it's have a Wikipedia page. I don't even know what it's about. Interesting <laughs> uh, title. It's like beach rats, but not as gay, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yo, I sidebar. Mean, Nick Jonas has a war zone strength. What do you think? <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's not a bad actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be honest, if I came from got to a I would have probably gone with a job. Nick Jonas. She just wants someone who can sing. Are you stealing my Oscar idea for an original song? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go. So it's me. All right. I'm going to let my cards on table. My idea was I was going to do a gay couple and I was going to have Eddie Redmayne play the other lead. However, there's too many gays in this in this <laughs> draft already. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna... you're the one here who can't say it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to uh, turn it on the set. I'm going to think of a female to do probably the last round. However, I want an antagonist. So my idea of it being Brexit, being like this whole political drama on top of romantic comedy of like, I need someone better, Weasley, someone better dick, if I could just be like the person that Efron is fighting against to try and get into the country. Mm-hmm. So I was going to choose Mark Strong uh, for this role. But then when I saw, went on uh, Sam Smith's Wikipedia page, I saw he he had a third cousin, and then it automatically went in my head that person would be a hundred percent better, and he's also played a gay Nazi. I'm going Alfie Allen. <gasps> oh, that's a good pick. Just like you just imagine him just sat there, just like I know oh, you need you're not allowed in this country. How dare you get a fuck out? Just like just that Weasley face, just like that power, just like you get that Games of Thronian feel as well to him, just like. Are we sure that he was a gay Nazi? I thought he was just a regular Nazi. I don't want to touch this. So many minefields that I would step in all of them if I keep talking. Speaking of Jojo Rabbit, minefields. <laughs> keep it my mouth shut on now. It's going to be a fucking yikes for me, dog. Happy birthday, yeah. Peggy. Okay, happy birthday, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, no, my audio keeps cutting in and not messing with a gay Nazi joke for your birthday. Are you ready for it? Uh, I'm gonna... I didn't catch you guys keep cutting in and out. Oh, good. But it's also, um, if you ever watched uh, Freefall, he was on that, yeah. which was really good. It was a BBC show, and as I said, it was um, Game of Thrones as well. And he also has a song by Sister Little Down about him getting off smack. Also in a uh, John Wick movie. That's not he a is. relation to anything I'm going to bring up later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Peggy, uh, after the end of the round, so it comes up to you for your double bill. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I'm trying to decide which way to go because <sighs> I don't know if – because I'll take the last final pick on the way around, so I don't know what to leave for that one. All right. I guess I will go with my nemesis. Have you had to decide if this uh, will play Emma Stone's mom or if it's going to be like a Packers fan at the stadium, but I want this woman and Emma Stone to be in the same movie together. So I ooh, I haven't even written it down. I can write it down real quick. Is it Rachel Weisz? No, it's not Rachel Weisz. Um, she is probably royalty in my opinion. Sophie Coleman. Um, I think the comedy between Emma and her would play fabulously if I can talk and write at the same time. I am going to go with the ever-fabulous Diane Keaton. Ooh, Diane Keaton. Damn it. I think it's going to be a competition (laughs) between 
Diane and Emma would be just spectacular. So I want her as the nemesis in that one. Maybe someone who throws a wrench into the equation between her and Michael B. Jordan in the relationship. I'm not sure yet, but she has to be in my movie. It's a good pick. Excellent. I'm, I'm just trying to think now. It's like, Dan Keaton has been in some of the greatest rom-coms of all time. Mm -hmm. It's like, it may, like, who, who has a better track record? Her or Meg Ryan? Uh, her. Meg Ryan's known as, like, America's sweetheart, but pound for pound, I'm taking, like, like First Wives Club, Devin Keaton, that stuff. Oh, yeah. Meg Ryan had her heyday, and then she did some forgettable stuff later in her career. Dan Keaton has always been great in everything she's done. Even, like, in, in the smaller supportive mom role, she's always showed up for 100%. That was weird. You started off like you were insulting her, and then you came in, like, <laughs> really nice. Like, she had her time in the past. She really oh, great. Everything she okay. was trying to neg Thank you, and then what? What? Hello? <laughs> okay, um, so let's round round three. So let's bring this up and to go through. I yes, I realized the spell and taking this wrong there. I okay, so Spencer went first this round and went with Daniel Day Lewis as his villain slash antagonist. Uh, Kevin went with why? Why, Kevin? <laughs> Such around. Such around. Uh, Aaron because he went uh, double bill for Bob Burnham went with Larry David for the father figure uh, Jacoby went with Kathy Yan as director I went with Alfie Allen as the antagonist and then uh, Peggy went with Brian Keaton for the antagonist the Anto Agnostic she went with Diane Keaton for the Agatha Christie that's fine Pretty evil. Wait, evil would, would she be the ant agonist? I didn't catch that. Ant like ant a u n t. Find you, <laughs> as in married married to your uncle aunt. Yeah. Gotcha. Right, thank you. Clever, clever, Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, I got that it. was five minutes ago. I know that was about the game. Thing, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm kicking off round four then. All right. Um, yeah. gonna have to take my director, I guess. So we'll leave the best friend for round five because I got plenty of options for that. Um, director, I'm going to have to go with my favorite director. If you know anything about my taste in movies, you already know who I'm picking. But uh, he's done romance. He's done coming of age. He's done sports movies. So I think that'd be a good fit. He directs my favorite trilogy of all time. If that gives you another Peter clue. Jackson. Christopher Nolan. Cop wasn't directed by the same. I don't know. Yeah. No, I am going with the amazing Richard Linklater. He didn't direct any of Beverly Cops. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's had the sports angle with Bad News Bears. was my favorite remake of Bad News Bears, but hey, not everyone that knocks him out of the park every single time. But I like Days Confused, Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, Before Midnight, all that stuff. I think he'd do a fabulous job with my set in Chicago sports related rom-com so I'm going Richard Linklater so, so how many years is this movie's... sorry hmm? All right. go on Jacoby I was... I was saying like Richard Linklater like the film about you know uh, sports fans in Chicago just like falling in love it's just like that sounds like a Richard Linklater film that's a good thing mm -hmm. about a Richard Linklater film it's just like you get your tone with that like when you hear that name you're like I, I kind of know the feeling and the vibe of this movie so that's yeah I like that. Mm -hmm. 
because like, yeah, he did like that little way. I think it was a documentary on the Texas baseball team because he used to play college baseball and everything. So yeah, he's got that whole thing down. Yeah, he knocked it out of the park. So excited that I got him. But yeah, Richard Linklater is my director. Okay, yeah. uh, I was just quickly asking, how many years is this being recorded over? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, he's secretly shooting like adulthood right now instead of boyhood. Mark my words, it's coming out in a few years. No, he already saw that Beanie Fantasy one that's lasting 20 years. Yeah, with with Ben Platt, I think, too. Like hey, that's an yeah, actual yeah. musical they're basing it on. That's only a couple weeks a year. He can, he can multitask. He can do both. He's a clever okay. guy. He's already got Austin as a new mecca for like movie making. So, okay, yeah, that, that's me, Tony. You are up. It is Your me because I'm throwing everything out the window. I'm trying to think of what I can do. What so, is your movie again, Tony? Have you explained it? I yeah, kind of the whole <laughs> idea of. An American falls in love with a Brit, but because of Brexit, they can't be together. Ah, oh, right, right, right. In my hopes that political drama going screw the establishment wins. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pick someone. I'm gonna pick this person that I think could do a really good job as the lead actress. She's fantastic in what she's done before. She worked really well with Zach Efron and and yeah. I'm gonna go <laughs> searching right now for an actress. No, I have, I have her up. I'm just there, just Jeez. like do I do I go with someone a bit more convenient or no screw it. I'm gonna go with her. My lead actress, I'm gonna go Juno Temple. Oh who? Okay. Juno I Temple. That's a better pick than Juno Temple. Uh, Juno Temple. She was yeah. in uh, Magic Mike is Alicia. She played uh, the other bowling girls. She was in the uh, Saint Trinian's movie. She's okay. a really good comedic actress. Uh, Maleficent. You're not giving us anything to go off of. She was in Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I know. Okay. Less now than before. Was she in Juno? She was not in Juno. That makes too much sense. She should have been. In <laughs> she should have been. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, if you uh, probably her most known role at this moment in time is uh, playing Jen, Kyle, uh, Selena Kyle's friend, accomplice in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who. Yeah, I know who this is. I'm not coming yeah. in last. No, no, no. That's, I like this pick actually. It's. It's a good pick, especially because I'm trying to be smart. Because I'm gonna have someone. My final role is gonna be someone quite big. Mm -hmm. So I'll take the big role first, then, because I don't think any of you are gonna take them. So mm -hmm. I'm safe. So I thought you were, you were more likely to take Juno Temple. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Tony. Who am I to judge? I've gotten zero votes all the time in this. Have I mentioned that? No, you haven't, Aaron. I, I, I've never heard that. I'm totally no. okay with it. Shut up, Scully. Shut up, Scully. The fact that I have not chosen her, Scully, was just because I think she's too big right now. I wanted to give an unknown a star. That's why. Oh, yeah. um, it's my pick. I think it's mine. Larry David's wife is Florence Pugh. Sorry. I mean, she's already dating someone older than her now. It's, it's not a stretch. There we go. I like a lot. Zach Braff, too, is weird. Like 30 um, years. He's young at heart. Okay, my turn. I am yeah. choosing... Exactly. My best friend role. 
Um, this was somebody who, uh, the one who I'm choosing for this role, went back and forth if, if I wanted her as my lead or the best friend. But I think in romantic comedies, a lot of the time, the best friend role is the breakout, right? And it's like, that's the one who you really cause to like go out and, and is really memorable uh, to everything. So that's why my best friend, to continue on the theme, her name is Veronica Valingstone. She is Trixie's fellow restaurant coworker and bored housewife. She wants more excitement in her life, and once she finds out Trixie's dating a superhero, she invests way too much time in offering advice and trying to live vicariously through Trixie. Um, so that is why for my best friend is someone who uh, – my best friend pick for Trixie and someone who I think is going to be a big star very soon. Um, I'm choosing Janelle Monet. Uh, <gasps> oh, I'm so, mad you got that. Oh, that's a good pick. I, I just I I, she's going to do more in her life and in her career. She's just starting out, and uh, she has a cool. She has some exciting uh, stuff on the horizon, and I think she's going to be a big star. And I, I feel bad. It's very tough not choosing her as my lead for my role, but um, I just, I just think as the best friend, she's going to pop even more and c- catapult her to superstar. Do you want like a trade, Jacoby? No, <laughs> come on. As long as she doesn't stay in the Oscars again. That was she a great was performance. That. It was a good performance. It was a weird thing. And no, I don't want Daniel Day-Lewis. No, I'll give, I'll give you Sam Smith. Oh, hard pass. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you could get an original song, no, too. Great, They're not porn star names. They're superhero names. They live in a, they live in a comic <laughs> book world. Scully, you're voting for Jacoby. We understand. You don't need to write <laughs> every fucking pick he makes. Great pick. Great pick. Great pick. Did I make good picks? Aaron, Aaron, make better picks. Like besides Bo Burnham as your romantic lead. What? Uh, Excuse me. He's gonna take his shirt off, Jacob. All my picks. It's my turn to make another terrible pick. I'm I'm gonna argue for Aaron a little bit. Um, We didn't think Jason Segel could be a romantic lead, and now he's in one of the greatest rom com of all time. So Bo Burnham could pull it off. Camille Angiani probably not. Wasn't the big sick. There's opportunity. It's there's shady for the opportunity. I just think Bo Burnham would fit as a best friend. I thought he'd be a perfect best friend role. That's why I'm giving the opportunity to fall in love and I not mean, just like sing songs about depression on stage for everyone to laugh at on Netflix. That is, I get I get that Jacoby is threatened by my list. So that's why he's attacking <laughs> it on the air. And he's very likable. We saw he made it to the, you know, should have made it to the finals, but got robbed from the finals of personality of the year. Like all things that I'll never even be, you know, considered for. But this is about the picks here. And for my next pick, if it's okay for me to move on from um, Jacoby's amazing, amazing, amazing pick of Janelle Monet. Amazing. She's a great best friend pick. Um, I would like to move on to my next pick. And that will be my best friend pick, which will be fine. Uh, it will be an okay best friend. But, you know, I have an okay best friend. And um, I am in a quarantine situation here with regards to my movie scenario. So his best friend is going to be his buddy who he's been playing Xbox with for about 15 years now. Knows him probably better than anybody. Um, And also is kind of a likable guy, has had some good roles. He was in uh, he played Miles Morales and Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, and also he was the lead in one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years, Dope, and that is Shamik Moore. So uh, not enough people know who he is, but he plays a very believable nerd. Um, he played it in Dope. Honestly, I could I picture his character from Dope just growing up, essentially. Hmm. Here. So 
Um, basically, Bo Burnham, as he continues to hang out with Jessica Williams and his dad at times, um, starts to really get to know her more and really start to like her more and everything. And his only kind of outlet for this is his Xbox. Um, he could go play it and he can talk with his boy Shamik. So um, basically that is, he's like the best friend on the phone type of thing, except he's through the Xbox. Um, he tries his best to help people out, help out the scenario the best he can. He'll probably be some sort of, computer nerd where he can help with this really nice house that is a smart house so it's a little bit of a you know cheap trick but at the same point i'll find interesting ways to incorporate it but yeah uh shamik moore is mm -hmm. my <laughs> <laughs> i don't need your pity i already lost your vote after that <laughs> taking this so seriously i can't help it you know eight, eight, <laughs> eight 25 as much as it seems like we're doing great we're actually really struggling so <laughs> <laughs> real bare bones budget, so we're gonna be able Crowd to get dude. Crowd just funny. show an Xbox on that doesn't cost <laughs> any money. I have an Xbox, I'll contribute to production, so we'll be okay. Uh, this is shot on two sets the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna say, uh, Shmeek Moore, you probably know him best as the voice of Mom Morales in the Into the Spider Verse series. Yeah, that's where I've heard him. Yeah, yeah, and then Dope. If you haven't seen Dope, he is he, mm -hmm. the character he plays in Dope is what essentially I think he should play in this. So maybe I'm typecasting him a little bit as a blurred, but I don't mean to. It just uh, <laughs> I like this kid and I want him in more roles. Uh, I thought him and Rick Fukuyama would have more uh, things developed at this point, but it looks like he's going Star Wars, so we'll see. But is, is that your director for this too? Oh no, no it's Bo Burnham. I have Bo Burnham. I'm not going co-director here. So. Yeah, wow. Uh, and Shamik Moore is also funny, so like in the scenarios where he's gonna be virtually forced into the room with them, he'll be able to rock it and you know, all that. So, Shamik Moore, I like how everyone uh cast list is ending up, it's very interesting. Can I just um, ask a favor? If someone has a weird name next, please put it in the private <laughs> chat before you announce it, just so I have enough time to Google it. <laughs> All right. I just yeah, realized that thing. I could I could turn this into into a musical. Wait, <laughs> oh oh my god. Why is no one else doing this? <laughs> oh mine's uh, a musical. Did I not say that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine's a David too. thing. Uh all right. My antagonist is where I'm going next. Um I needed somebody to uh kind of create she, it's going to be a small role, um, nothing too serious. Uh, this is going to be a lighthearted rom-com. So um, with the theme of the pub trivia team thing, uh, she's just going to play actually like a tritagonist. She's going to first play a best friend role uh, with Chalamet and uh, Ronan, um, also a secretary to a uh, driver. And um, and then she's going to somehow maybe um, sabotage their tournament or something like that. Uh, just something stupid like that. Um, but the, the point is, she is also in love with Adam Driver's character, um, but she doesn't realize that he is indeed in gay. Um, so uh, my pick is somebody around the same age uh, who I think will nail the character uh, a small role and uh, turn it into something that is a standout uh, role, and that is uh, Maisie Williams. Uh, 
Oh, that's a good pick. I like that one. I like that. If I remembered her, I probably would have felt her as my lead. I love Arya. Y'all are getting great picks late in the game. I feel bad. Especially as an antagonist. Like, that's just, like, interesting. Like, it's just like... Yeah. To see what she'd be able to do with that. Well, I think we all wanted to see her go dark in Game of Thrones anyway. So, like, it'd be interesting to see her go kind of dark in this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest, I've never actually seen more than one episode of Game of Thrones. I watched the very first episode and the very last episode. Why? I got told off for watching the very first episode of Game of Thrones. Have I not told the story? I think it's my favorite show. I think it's on NBA Live. I'll quickly derail it because fuck it. So I live in between two schools. And so I went, oh, Game of Thrones. This was when it first started. So I was off work for that day. So I went, oh, Game of Thrones. I'll watch it. So I put it on about 3 p.m. Start watching it and then didn't realize all the tits and everything and gore in it. And the school children got out. And I, the way that my TV was at the time, you could easily look in and see what's on the TV. Oops. So the day later, I got a knock on the door from the principal from the, the school down the road. It was like, why are you watching porn in front of children? Like, Excuse me. Uh, yikes. <laughs> so, yikes. Big X. So I was there just like, no, I'm never watching this shit again. I'm too scared to. <laughs> And then the last episode with no titties, only death and sadness and bad writing. Uh, yeah, I can't. Just watch the first yeah. six seasons and you're fine. Uh, yeah. Just keep, up, would, with the, keep also, up with the books. That's all I'll say. Uh, Miss Williams, though, it does mean that your movie does not get released for another four years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Adam Driver just did that with uh, Don Quixote. We're good. Ah, fair. Don't age well. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. It's my turn now. Let's hear, hear what you got. I'm, I'm going to play my hand. Is, is it okay if I reveal my two leads at the same time? Yeah. Okay, so. Just aren't you? Yeah, it's back at you. Yeah, back back. So I haven't said much about the plot of my film. The title of the film is Climate Change My Heart. It is a oh sci-fi epic about two Ugh. hardworking scientists yeah. go to work on the International Space Station trying to create... Something that can combat global warming. Think Geostorm. And the two actors... <laughs> please, please don't. ...working together, <laughs> fall in love in the most unlikely circumstances, at, and at the same time, they must fight against someone who goes into space and tries to destroy all their work. But the guy's incompetent, so they laugh at him a lot of the time. But I have a subtitle to my film. If you noticed, it's a sort of a liberal theme. I have one non-binary person and a trans director's. The subtitle to Climate Change My Heart is this will most likely be discussed at the 2024 Republican National Convention. I want to trigger every red state possible. So my two lead actors are two non-binary individuals who have both held major roles in blockbuster franchises. I am going with Amanda Stenberg, Rue from The Hunger Games, and Asia Kate Dillon from John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Mm-hmm. The Republicans will hate me, but their hate will get me box office. They will go there so they can write their hate pieces. And the Oscars are trying to appeal to the liberals now after Green Book, which means I will get Oscar nominations. I have everything going for me because I have everything going against me. And you have Daniel Day-Lewis. 
and have Daryl yeah. Day-Lewis as the evil yes. straight white man. That's the a great tagline. That's a great tagline. It's like I have everything going for me because everyone's against me. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, uh, so it's H. Kate Dillon and who else is the lead? Amanda Stenberg. I'll type it for you in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think of my amazing film? <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Yeah, that's a lot to try to. I, I'm also. I'm about. sorry. Uh, you have gotten my lead. A bit of an unknown, you fucking choose Rue from Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, yeah. They're in something else, but I forget what it is. I, the I age think, difference? did you say like 24 it's 12, years? It's 12 years, yes. Hmm. But I would like to point out that the Kings were slim, but I think I still got great actors because AJ Kate Dillon is great in John Wick Chapter 3 as well as Billions. Oh, Amanda yeah. Stenberg gave one of the most underrated performances of the year in 2017's The Hate You Give. I have a stacked cast. Can they this say- isn't going to be a bad movie. This will also be the most expensive rom-com of all time. Previously, it's I think it's something they ought to give. It was $120 million. This is going to be $150 to $200 million for a space romance epic that will also find a way to be funny. I swear to God, it'll be funny. <laughs> and a musical as well. Somehow, there will be a musical <laughs> number in here. It'll be like Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have the perfect film. Fight me, boomers. AA25 will not be, uh, <laughs> be investing $150 million into your... <laughs> yeah, cannot do that. It'll, it'll be like Valerian. Each company will invest $25 million. That way I turn a profit and no one else will. <laughs> but they'll come, they'll come to the theater for Sam Smith. That'll yes, yeah, they will. It'll be like all the Harry Styles fans coming to watch John Kirk, but they'll coming, they're coming for Sam Smith. Because Sam Smith's still a massive name. Oh, man. He is. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Uh, so uh, let's do a quick oh, breakdown of this round. again. Okay. So uh, Peggy went first this round, and she went with Richard Linklater. I think it said his name wrong, but screw it. No one noticed. Uh, <laughs> I went uh, that director, Richard Linklater. I went next, and I went Juno Temple for my lead. Jacoby went Janelle Monet as best friend role. Aaron went Shmeek Moore for his best friend role. Kevin went Macy Williams from the antagonist. And Spence for his for last pick of the fourth round, he went Asia Kate Dillon for lead. And then for the first pick of the last round, Amanda Stenberg. Mandela. Amanda. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mandela. <laughs> That's not All right, I win. End of the show. Congrats to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and his and Spencer's movie, Climate Change My Heart. There you go. Climate Change My Heart. Okay, this will be discussed in the 2024 Republican National Convention. Uh, All right. Um, it's like Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, my final pick is my director. Um, it's somebody that uh, will also be able to make at least a cameo, if not. Um, a, a substantial appearance in my film because she's also a well, uh, well-known well actress. Um, she just made her directorial debut with Booksmart uh, to well-critical acclaim, it's Olivia Wilde. Ooh. I, if I That's solid. If I Hugh Bert in the chat room talking about how he taught her to edit. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wait for it. 
if I didn't get Richard Curtis, I was going to go Elifia Wild. I think she did some fantastic work with Book Smart. Yeah, she really did. That is a. I think that's one of my favorite. Picks. That's a great pick for a director. That is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your A twenty four rom com. I think so. Actually, now now that you say that, I I, I can actually see it. Hundred percent. No complaints. Good pick. No, none for me either. I think it's an excellent pick. However, of course, she won't get nominated for an, uh, an Oscar. Oh, of course. Because uh, it's not only thought- is it's a slow, low budget. That's why. <laughs> and also, Judge Ronan's in the film, so that obviously means uh, she gets Greta Gerber because. Yep. Right, uh, That's so what I the- thought you were going with because like you had Timothy Chalamet and uh, Saoirse Ronan. So I, just like, I know, okay, right? it's going to be the, no, the perfecta. No. All right. Uh, so, Kevin, what's the name of your movie? <laughs> the name of my movie is Love is Trivial. Love is Trivial. <laughs> I just like, I like the idea of your movie just it has a, you remember in olden movies, they have the uh, breaks where you can go out and buy popcorn. You have mm-hmm. like three breaks in your movies just so they could just have a random trivia question on the screen. <laughs> no, it it's more like just a flash of a trivia question or like as they read it or whatever. And maybe only one one or one one to three, you know, in the whole in the whole thing. It's not like a big deal. It's but it, it's just something fun for the audience too. Is there is there any chance we I feel like your show would get like a Hulu spin off series and it's just about the characters doing weekly bar trivia. I I could definitely <laughs> see that actually. Yeah. Kevin, have you ever seen the movie Going to the Distance? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I was uh, just about to I heard the song. There's a small scene in it where they play bar trivia. I encourage you to check it out. It's, yes. it's fantastic. It's only a small snippet of the movie, which is an underrated rom-com for everyone who's there, who's watching Going out there. The you haven't seen okay. it, see it, but there's a, there's right. a bar trivia scene. You don't enjoy it. Cool. But Justin Long plays romantically if I can get Drew Barrymore. Is it better or worse than the bar trivia scene in The Office? Better. Better. Wow. Okay. Just check it out. I believe it's on Amazon Prime right now, so worth watching. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, definitely check it out. Jason Sudeikis, Charlie Day, uh, Jim Gaffigan, Christina Applegate. It's a good movie. Cool. Sorry. Okay. So moving back over, uh, so Aaron's going to finish up. So you have got everything apart from an antagonist. Yeah, so um, I will go with the antagonist here. So you, we won't get to find out who Larry David's wife is here because they're not the antagonists. Uh, the parents definitely aren't in this movie. At times they can be, but not necessarily with this movie. Uh, my antagonist um, will be uh, one of the plot devices here in a way, which is the National Guard. Uh, they start to get the same guy from the National Guard coming over every single day. And uh, he starts talking to Jessica quite a bit, and they start having dinner out on the front steps every day like because there's a little containment around the house. So and the door would close behind her with them. Uh, anyways, the lead is O'Shea Jackson. Uh, from- Ooh. Ooh. O'Shea wait, Jackson, good call. Wait, O'Shea Jackson? O'Shea Jackson. Junior, is that it? Yeah. No, no, no. He said O'Shea oh, Jackson. Just, you got Jason. Ice Cube as your lead. That's confirmed. That. Ice Cube is the lead. <laughs> I'm going to guess you mean Junior. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, what? 
Does I'm he? guessing you mean juniors because Jose yeah. Jackson is uh, right. ice cube. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, either one. You know, yeah. uh, but we'll say, we'll say that his three kings days are over. So we'll go junior here. Uh, <laughs> and so. Yeah, this there this movie takes place over quite a long period of time, and basically the only options for Jessica Williams during this time is Bo Burnham, his dad, the Xbox guy, and just like basically there this is just another human being who just happens to be a very attractive, strong, helpful member of the National Guard, um, mm-hmm. and so. Or you know, there's it adds the uh, it adds an additional conflict, the internal conflict between Bo Burnham and Jessica that will arise throughout the movie. Um, they are all, you know, kind of of similar age ranges, and uh, we don't really know if if whose side to take with regards to O'Shea, if he's really just a good guy or if he is trying to kind of put something in order and this movie does end after the quarantine's over so there is a resolution to the story i don't know what it is though <laughs> but something happens something happens afterwards um, you have to pay 12 dollars and 80 dollars in popcorn to find yeah, out yeah well, we're gonna have a it, it may be a trilogy it may be you know, <laughs> we'll see we'll see what it is we'll see how you know box office comes out 825 <laughs> to make a profit though do you have a title come back what's that do you have a title um, so I want to put Love is Viral. I won't put that, um, just because, uh, that's not really my title on <laughs> Kevin's title. So, um, just the two virus with VIR in parentheses. So just the two. Oh, oh. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Wait, is this the prequel to us? And this is how the underground society yeah. exactly. got to work. Lupita. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a fan a few seconds. I've got five on it. I got five on it. <laughs> yep. So just the two virus. That's nice. I, I was just trying to. So what's nice about just like I'm shocked that he's in more. Like, if, has anyone watched Just Mercy? Yes, he's in that. Yeah, he's yeah. so good. He's sporting character. Yeah. So again, I think a lot of my list, whether I meant to or not, um, are. People I just want to see in a lot more roles who aren't getting enough roles. And besides Larry David, I think that you can really argue all these people have the talent to do so. And I think Larry David can pull off the role of a neurotic Jewish father trapped in a house with the woman who hooked up with his son and like just like revealing how he's just full of shit and just like, I mean, he can be awkward in a house. I've seen Curb Your Enthusiasm for 10 seasons. He can do it. Okay. So, yeah, O'Shea Jackson. Even though I keep changing how I say his name. O'Shea, O'Shea, uh, it's one of those. Uh, O'Shea. Yeah. O'Shea. Okay. Um, what, what do I have left? I have the, oh, I have the, uh, the nemesis antagonist for my, mm-hmm. for my movie that puts a spotlight onto the superhero love interest. Um, so for my nemesis antagonist, um, I think it's standard for, for a lot of superhero stories, you know, to include a supervillain antagonist, but because, you know, my army hammer superhero is not the full lead of this movie. The main villain of this movie is not some some crazy out there, you know, super powered bad guy. It's actually a much more personal story. The bad guy, the antagonist, is actually Rick Rexington slash Army Hammer's mother, um, who plays also his PR manager. She's basically like his his manager as he superheroes to like make sure he does 
all that sort of thing. So I needed an, an older woman who just is terrifying, but is also very serious. Um, and I was going back and forth between a few choices here. And I think what I came down to is um, someone who won an Oscar recently. Uh, she was nominated for an Emmy recently um, for being a terrifying stepmother in Fleabag. I choose Olivia Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> As, as the antagonist, she is the one um, we kind of like, like a crazy rich Asian scenario type thing. And so we're like all classic rom-com. It's a disapproving parent because really at the heart of my superhero story is a very, very general story. It's just the same story you always see. It's girl and boy come from different parts. Mother wants to keep the, the boy on track to do something else. Um, and she doesn't think that the girl is good for the son. But of course, in this case, the son is a superhero saving the city and she is really just your, just your everyday girl. So I think that creates a lot of conflict, lots of fun drama. And Olivia Coleman is scary when she wants to be, but she's also can be very warm and believable. Um, and she can do anything. I don't think she can do much wrong. So Olivia Coleman rounds out my, what's, what's her name uh, in your movie? Uh, Regina Rexington. Okay. Because because <laughs> the superhero name is Rick Rexington. That's Army Hammer's Rick Rexington. Yeah, yeah. Alliterations are uh, a plenty. Is every character having alliteration in your movie? Yeah. Good. Duh. It's a superhero. It's, it's a, a superhero. superhero. It has to. Sorry. Peggy in the chat. She's gone. Uh, what's the name of your movie, by the way? Oh, I don't have a good name. It sucks too. But um, super love is super love. Super love. Easy, because. memorable. It's you don't have to write out parentheses whenever you whenever you spell it out. <laughs> would have been better, Jacoby. For the end credit scene, could you reveal that Olivia Coleman is actually working underneath Elizabeth Shue? It's actually just a side story to the boys. Perfect. That's you. you read my mind. That's what I was going to do. Also, uh, me... Elizabeth Shue would make a choice too. I'm just going to quickly pull up a comment that was made a little while ago. Now, oh, where is it? And to do Malcolm Miller Media. You're a son of a bitch, Bancroft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said it earlier, too. We're just like, I think she's going Olivia Coleman. It's like, oh, I hope she doesn't go Olivia Coleman. Um, and now you got to bounce him out, pick the other queen, and take Claire Foy. Yeah, just take all the ones. Sweet. Aha. Suck it, Tony. All of the queens. I'm coming for you. No. Um, so yeah. Ah, God damn it. Olivia. Olivia Coleman is such a good actor. I've got a good she one for you, Tony. So well. I'm well, gonna send it to you. Don't many ideas. I, I know. I think I know who I got. But uh, quick as well, uh, Olivia Coleman. If you've never watched it, try Tyrannosaur. It's a. Yeah. It was a movie done by. Oh God, what's his name? Um, it's annoying me. Driving me insane. Richard Curtis. No, it's um, <laughs> Paddy Constantine. Constantine. This, Constantine. Hmm. He's oh. an actor over here. He's done a lot of things. He was in Twenty uh, Four Hour Party People stuff like that. He's a really good director for low key, low fi British films. Yeah. Uh, Tyrannosaur is the movie that pitched Olivia as a series actress rather than because she did a lot of sitcoms and rom com um, comedies over here. Hmm. So if you ever get a chance to go watch that, I think especially is I think it might even be an A24 film. So Aaron would automatically love it. What movie is this? It's Tyrannosaur. That's not an A24 movie, but I'll it's still watch it. <laughs> Maybe we can pick up some talent. Uh, Jacoby, great pick with Olivia. Obviously, I almost picked her for my National Guard person, but then I just decided mm -hmm. to go 
a slightly different way with no shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're neck and neck. <laughs> pretty much the same person. <laughs> this is a weird joke. I feel like everyone's gotten stronger as it went, not like weaker. It's weird. Yeah. Let's see what Tony picks. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go, so my whole idea, I need someone to play the best friend. I also need someone to play the advocate, the the uh, lawyer, the child, that can do the scenes, but the person that's going to win the Oscar for this film, that's going to have the impassioned speech, political, like, powerful speech. So I am going to pick someone that has done nothing like that before, if memory serves. <laughs> that's but, a great way to finish your pick. I need someone who does this. I'm picking someone who has <laughs> never done it. <laughs> However, she is a fantastic actress. Uh, she has um, very commanding roles in the history. Very, like, she just has that sense of power to her and everything that she does, even though she. I'm picking Emily Blunt. Oh, yeah. not a bad pick, man. Why are you I, I like that. She's literally in the chat waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Because <laughs> I needed some. I needed someone that could be uh, cross British. British. Yeah, you wanted a Brit. Laura Dern, she could, she could be British. She could pass. I thought I thought Emma Thompson, too, for years. Ooh, I, oh. legit, I was thinking Emma Thompson. It was Emma Thompson, Libby Coleman, or Emily Blunt. You went with the I'm studio. Try, I'm, trying to like, I'm trying to like play out your, yours now. I want my I want Emily Blunt to get an Oscar. Oh, yeah. I want my Emily to get an Oscar. Yeah, I, Emily. I don't know. Emily Watson. That. Yeah. God, no. The title for my movie is going to be. I'm, I'm just gonna. Shut the door. While we wait for Tony to type. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Brexit. Brexit. <laughs> no, no. It's F, F star star K. Because mm. the characters are going to be called Frank and Kelly. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. Who names their kid Frank anymore? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be Frank Jr. His dad would have died in a mining accident, and that's why he gets the money to be able to go. look like Zach Efron then. His real name's Francis, by the way. <laughs> who, who, real name's Francis. Who plays Zach Efron's dad, Frank Sr.? Francis. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> No, you okay. have Martin, Martin Sheen in flashbacks. They're just like... Okay, I like that. No, actually, Wait. it needs to be someone younger because he'll die when he's young. No. So. It should be someone who could re- realistically play that guy for one's father. And you, know, and you know who taught him everything? Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega? Who's that? The director of High School Musical. Oh. <laughs> oh Jesus. Come on, you got to bet on it. You got to bet, bet on me. <laughs> Viral. All right. I hate you, Spence. <laughs> I always bring up the best stuff on this show, don't I? You do. All right. Uh, so, last but not least, final pick of the match goes to Madame. Oh, thank you. All right. So, I have to pick the best friend role. Um, I had a bunch of names still on the board for this. I could go male, female, didn't know what, exactly what I wanted to do. But I think it was. Either Aaron and Jacoby said they wanted to start picking people who like, had some roles, but maybe not enough, or wanted their names more out there. So I'm going to go with one of my favorite up-and-coming actors. Uh, this guy was fantastic as Finn in Everybody Wants Some. I'm very much looking forward to what he does in the upcoming uh, Top Gun. Ah. 
I'm going with the one, the only Glenn Powell. Oh, he's great. I don't even know he's, who that is. He's going to be a big star. He's going to be a big. Lots, he's going to. He's great. Everybody, lo- uh, everybody wants some. He's oh, no. fantastic. I have. I thought I you were going with John Boyega. Yikes! I thought you were going with John Boyega when he said Finn. I was like, I like that. He was hilarious in Scream Queens. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Glenn Powell was. He was really funny in that. Thank you, astronaut in uh, Hidden Figures. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be a big star. They wrote more parts for him in Top Gun because he auditioned for Goose's son, and he didn't I get it, but they liked him so much. Like, that. Yeah, I thought he would have been great. I mean, Miles Teller doesn't really look like Anthony Edwards. I can see yeah. like, Glenn Powell being the offspring of Anthony Edwards and Meg Ryan, so I thought he wasn't going to get it. But I'm so he's your an, he's your antagonist. Uh, no, wait, who is best he? Friend. Oh, he's best friend is perfect. That's great. I. I just want to point out his first film, Glenn Powell's, was Spy Kids Free Game Over, <laughs> with the creepiest name in the history of cinema. Aaron. <laughs> Close. Oh, wow. this, is, this is what Aaron gets called in, in court cases long fingered boy. It's hard to that. He's right. Yeah, like hi, my name. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Glenn. I'm listening for a long figured boy. Long figured boy. <laughs> well, oh, and if I'm I... going with the title, I'm gonna steal my title from uh, Finding Forrester, and I'm gonna call it a season of fate's perfection. Ooh, I thought you were gonna call it Finding Forrester. <laughs> <laughs> a season of what? Fate's perfection. F A T E apostrophe S. Is this like some weird sequel to Midsummer's Night Dream? <laughs> Uh, I'm losing you, Adelaide. You just went in and out. I'm losing everyone else for a second. It what sounds like say? something Shakespeare. It's very long. Ah, a fate, well, a fate's perfection. From William Forrester and Annie Forrester. Oh, a season of fate, fate's perfection. Oh, shit. He's the guy from Set It Up. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The one with Pete Davidson? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please. Zoe Dutch? In the yep. streets or whatever, to the streets. I love that one. And but it's you... Everybody wants them for sure. All right. Yes. Someone's that door? That's yeah. me. Hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's quickly uh, go through everyone's list and then we'll break down and mock people. Uh, right. So, starting off with Spence for the movie that was called, where is it gone? Uh, Climate Change My Heart. <laughs> the Republicans are going to hate this film. <laughs> Directed Plus. by the Wachowskis. With um, the leads of Asia Kate Dillon and Amanda, Amanda Alla Stenberg. Uh, the villain in this is Daniel Day-Lewis. And the best friend is Sam Smith. <laughs> and Kevin's uh, tr- is Love is Trivial, directed by Olivia Wilde, with Adam Driver and Timothy Chalamet in the leads, Macy Williams as the antagonist, and Saoirse Ronan. I can't say her name without doing a fake Irish accent as a best friend. <laughs> Aaron uh, went with in brackets via and then us. Well, just the two virus. You're missing the just the two of us pun in there. So ah, but it's fine. Virus actually works better. Let's keep that. I missed that bit. Uh, Bob Berman is the lead and the director with Jessica Williams as his co-star. Uh, Larry David is playing his father and. Sh- uh, Shamik Moore is playing best friend, and Oshay Jackson Jr. as the villain. Uh, Jacoby's is super love, great style of all time. Thanks. Expect expect that with a dinosaur coming out in twenty twenty one. 
Kathy Yan of Birds of Bray is the director with Army Hammer and Jessica Ruff playing the lead. Uh, Janelle Monet is playing the best friend and Olivia Coleman is the antagonist. My film F starts up K Brexit. Rishka is the greatest of all time. He's directing with Zach Efron and Juno Temple as leads. You got Emily Blunt as a as the best friend and Alfie Allen as the antagonist. And then I forgot to put in last one, Peggy, because I am professionalist. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so Peggy's uh, was uh, a season for face protect. A season of face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a Midsummer Night's Dream. Part two. <laughs> a season of fakes perfection. There we are. Uh, directed by Richard Linklater with Michael B. Jordan and Emma Stone in the lead. Uh, Glenn Powell as the best friend and Dan Keaton as the antagonist. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with how mine turned out. I, yeah, me too. Me too. No one stole right. picks for me. That's the only important thing here. That and I have the best movie ever made. No one questioned it. Hmm. Sure. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so just quickly in the chat, uh, Thomas Gilly Jacoby wins easily with Peggy as a close second. Where am I? Am I last? If I'm last, <laughs> I've, 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 if I'm last, I've done this correctly. Adelaide, I'm here. Don't worry. Come on. Yes. Aaron, you better vote for me. I need one vote this time. I haven't gotten yeah. any votes yet. I got you. <laughs> All right. Well, so, but the pictures and everything that everyone said, which is the movie that you would most want to see uh, that isn't your own? Um, everyone pitched already. Um, probably the, I would like the Richard Linklater one. I think that sounds yeah. pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the director totally cinches that for me. I think by itself, just like, oh, Emma Stone, Michael B. Jordan's like, by it's like, oh, okay, sports fans, that's cool. But because it's Richard Linklater doing it, I'm, I'm interested. Just because of, okay. I, I'm, I'm a nerd, I would pick Jacoby's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to think. Which one would I pick? I'm thinking I'm going to go with Aaron just because I'm a big comedy fan and that there's going to be my, like a laugh every 30 seconds in that one. So. Yeah, if I can't pick my own, which I love doing in all polls, <laughs> uh, I would definitely go with Peggy. Kevin is my second. Uh, Adelaide would be my third. Yeah. She would be my fourth and then tony years would probably be my last uh but it's close i'd probably saw it between you and jacoby honestly back <laughs> for back and forth for last place it's <laughs> really towards the bottom mostly is the my argument here everybody else did great you, you're uh, okay i think jacoby has the best one here i think his lead is the most interesting i think he has a great best friend uh yeah. director's interesting i think overall his pitch is probably the most like level-headed hmm. In comparison to Peggy, but I don't like sports. I'm not going to vote for that. So yeah, Jacoby gets my vote. <laughs> so no, and I love the way that Jacoby had like little like synapses and breakdowns for like every single character. Mm-hmm. That they, like, yeah, I love. Yeah, I that, spent way that, too much that time helps. on that. That helps though, like with, <laughs> no, with you, when you're thinking about it. Yeah. But does anybody else have have one of the supporting actors of the Hunger Games? <laughs> no, uh, no, the, the one that no one remembers. David, I'm pretty sure played a. I'm just glad no, nobody brought up Jennifer Lawrence. Thank you. Uh, I wouldn't mind having Liam Hemsworth in it, but that's just me. But the one uh, I had the most difficult time with was the best friend role because you can go any which way. Me, I, I, I same here. Uh, Seth Rogen, Andrew Miller, Emily Blunt, Haley Steinfeld, Jason Bateman. I did, any which way. I almost, I I almost play, got Ezra Miller as well. 
I played with Helena Bonham Carter, uh, Margot Robbie, Emma, Emma Thompson, Glenn Close, Christoph Waltz, Sophie Turner, Chance the Rapper, sure. <laughs> Skylar Gisando. I, I like him. I almost um, took out a. I'll, I and Ro- Robert Stenberg. Pattinson. I, I almost swapped a Mandela Stenberg for Ruby Rose at the last minute just so I could get like a John Wick connection, but I didn't think mm-hmm. that'd work because she did play a mute. <laughs> I, if I didn't get Army Hammer, I would have chosen Joseph Gordon Lovett as the superhero because I think he would have been. It'd be fun to see yeah. him in like a superhero role again, but he's also much older than <laughs> than I thought True. he was. Um, Hey, I had Billy Wait. Lord on my list. Yeah. She's she's she just didn't fit in with the age in mine. She's twenty seven, so Scully, I'll make you a promise. If Peggy does this again next year with the same prompt, I will pitch a musical and Billy Lord will be one of my lead characters. Billy Lord promise. Awesome. Plus I was I was afraid people would call me out on like the Star Wars love if I went Adam Driver Billy Lord, so well, she's barely in it. Uh, uh, true. Well, she's in some of them. And Garth McMurray. She got this movie straight, just needs some dinosaurs. <laughs> yep. True. Soon. So, I almost did it. Almost went with a dinosaur theme. So I'm just going to quickly read out someone's uh, that did a private message of this in, a, in one of our groups. Uh, this is Tom Scully, so screw oh, you, Scully. Yeah. This is a good uh, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to read out his full pit. His plot is actually decent, but I'm not going to read out because it will take too long. But his uh, director would be John M. Chu. Lead actor Tom Holland, lead actress Florence Pugh, best friend Billy Lord, and antagonist Sam Rockwell. He would have crushed all of us. Uh, in here. Rockwell's a good pick. Not quite. Rockwell's you already had a kill about to vote for that. Sam Rockwell can really do no wrong. All right, and then uh, let's quickly uh, just pull this up one more time. Uh, so, last thing. So, if you could steal anyone's character to, to throw in your movie, who, which person would you choose? I, 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 need, I need Janelle Monet. I would gladly if swap can, her for uh, Sam Smith. You can have to replace or just take out Adam. Her. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam Driver. Um, I think I got to take <laughs> Olivia Coleman. Maybe swap her for Diane Keaton. I could do. I could do that. I would definitely take Michael B. Jordan uh, in place of Chalamet. That'd be interesting. I would add Glenn Powell to my movie. I don't know where. But I just want Glenn Powell in my movie. <laughs> As like the love interest to the best friend. You know how the be- the best friend usually has a love interest of some sort. Mm-hmm. So Janelle Monae and Glenn Powell match up. Glenn Powell is like the lovable ex-boyfriend where it's like, how dare you date him? Also, like, you're cool, dude. Let's get drinks. Let's talk about stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I think I would yeah, choose Asia Kate Dillon. <laughs> Someone recognized my list. <laughs> no, of course not. I would choose Larry Dillon. I would choose Larry David. If we're going to the movie, I'm taking O'Shea Jackson Jr. because he was great as the best friend in Longshot. I think he'd fall in well. Sure. Yes. You guys need to acknowledge that I have created the future of cinema. I have made. I have made. What's what's his name? It's Howard something. The radio dude. Howard Stern. Thank you. I have created the Howard Stern of film that's not named (laughs) Private Parts, where you either watch it because you love it. Or you watch it because you hate it. No matter what, like you're a, watching my movie. It's more like a Michael Moore documentary, but exactly, uh, I have created <laughs> Michael Moore narrative feature. Fight I, me! I, I, I would take Bo Burnham as if he could play like the Quizmaster in mine. Ooh, uh, ooh. yeah, yeah, that would that'd be fun. 
he'd be great as like a sassy question reader. It's like that's what I'm saying. Titanic, like he's leading up like a pub quiz. I could totally see him in that in that role. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll just quickly read this because he's shouting at me to do it. As uh, so this is um, Scully's pitch for his plot movie. Uh, two people meet on the first day of college and they fall in love instantly, but Farnham Spoo's character has to drop out due to a sick family member. Flash forward four years, Holland, Holland is graduated and lands a job at a marketing firm where huge characters work. Their boss is Sam Rockwell, a drunk divorcee with no longer believes in love and constantly throws a wrench in Holland's plan to rekindle his relationship with Pugh. Nice. Okay. We didn't I'd, I'd see it. Still. I mean, you get my money. It doesn't have I'd, enough yeah, space I'd, I'd, I'd see it, but yeah. Not enough space case. <laughs> All right. So that's right? Yeah, I think that's everything. Um, so just should we quickly go around the board to see everyone have to like do their plugs and all that shit, jazz? So Adelaide, do you want to start plugging yourself? Sure. Um, I'm taking a break from most of my shows, but always check me out. Always check out the Call to Action channel, even though they're sort of rivals with Tony's stuff. Uh, check me out in uh, Multiplex, where I am now in the Warzone team tournament, and I'm going to be gunning for those titles, assuming I can beat a certain former championship team. Yikes. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll also find on Twitter at TemekuFilmNerd. Is that T-E-M-E-K-U Film Nerd. Oh, actually, one more plug. Um, I, have a, I have a movie trivia podcast with my university. Uh, it is called Movie Trivia of the Pacific. Find it on iTunes. Uh, you can find me looking uh, semi kawaii on uh, on there. Hello. Good job. <laughs> All right, and Kevin. Uh, you know where to find me. Um, I'm on Facebook, Kevin Poss. Um, and our team, Peggy, and I'm, my team uh, is also in the tournament. That's what she said. Um, we had to have a tough, tough match coming up uh, next Monday, but uh, hopefully we'll. Hopefully we'll be able to take them, take them down, head on to the Let's next see. round. That's what it's all about. Yeah, just check us out there. Okay, and Chewbacca Aaron? Um, you can find me on Endor or wherever Chewbacca is from. You can find me in Hashish. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Inky Brooks, I-N-C-U-B-R-O-O-K-S on Letterboxd. Uh, that is where I am. Filling out semi-funny reviews for currently John McTiernan movies because I'm getting ready to lose a trivia match tonight to something called the Wild Stallions. I think it's their first time playing, so to it. Yeah, we've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Nice to get a buy into the tournament and you know get the favor of a you know a 15-2 pairing. So looking forward to playing with Russell tonight and making it to that same tournament everybody gets into. If Adelaide's team can make it, we can make it. Hey! Whoa! Whoa! I should have team points record, Aaron J. Check yourself. Debut match. Doesn't matter. It's still there. I don't know why I took a shot at you, Adelaide, but you know, you know, I'm going for one vote or more, guys. So, here's the important thing: if I lose my match tomorrow and they lose their match, whenever that is, I can face. That's what she said in a one-on-one match, which I am not opposed to. Bring it. Well, I don't, I'm not in that's what she said, but uh, I, no, no, I, that's, that's why I pointed to Ken oh, over here. I was going to say, if we lose, we'll be 0-2 as a team, just to be clear. We got to <laughs> so. 0-2 being so terrible. Jacoby! Um, I run 
Nerd Blaze, which is a YouTube channel where we do a lot of anime reviews. I do it with a friend. Yeah, haven't said that before, but I do that. So I know how much this community loves anime. So currently we're doing seasonal reviews of Chihaya Furu, which is the greatest sports anime ever. Check out that channel, Nerd Blaze. It's great. Yeah. Is anything spelled incorrectly in there, or is it all spelled the way it's supposed to be? It's all spelled the way it's supposed to be. Cool. I, I'm already subscribed, but I'm going to make sure. Sweet. I subscribe. I'm at 150 subscribers. I want 151. I got to take a phone call, but uh, uh, thank you so yeah. much, Peggy. This was so much fun um, for, for inviting me onto this. Happy birthday. Um, all you guys' movies are great. Love you guys. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Again. Have a great 21st birthday. I can't fucking stand that guy. Sorry. I know. All right. Um, Peggy, anything you need to... Uh, no, um... Cap said we got a match coming up next week. Well, I don't know when it airs, but we got it coming up oh, soon. Yeah. Um, but then uh, catch me every Wednesday right here on Fantasy Film Fights, where next week we get to draft a team to survive the zombie apocalypse. I'm excited about that one. I, I'm really not a fan of this one now because of the coronavirus. It feels like a tempting <laughs> fate here. <laughs> this might be uh, predictions. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so just quickly, we, uh, for people that are, if you join the feature presentation group, you can apply to be on show. So it's uh, build a movie, build a zombie apocalypse team next week. Best movies to have name of the title the week after. Then following that, we have got uh, films under 25% Rotten Tomatoes and so on and so forth. Please go sign up and do all that jazz. Uh, feature presentation trivia league every Sunday. We've got a team match coming up. Then next week is the Enchantment on the Sea movie trivia uh, match. Uh, for some, for no price. Yeah, I think you got it. I think I got that. I, I, I think you got it. I think you got it right. <laughs> it's a free for all, just by a different name. Uh, I think <gasps> we, uh, we don't have the rights to the free fall. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say that one. I think all the Spence is playing in, in this call so far. Well, Jacoby's pissed off, so yeah. <laughs> all but you are playing, Spence. Don't yeah, you know, just go back I'm, to ignoring me. Uh, just ignore. Just keep going. Ignoring me. It's fine. Um, um, I'm I'm looking at funny memes on Twitter about how my school got canceled for coronavirus. Nice. Okay. Um, Friday, uh, we are doing NBA Live. It's we've got the Ultimate Six Day Movie Tournament. The bracket is up already. So if you want to go have a look at that, see what predicts what's going to go far and whatnot, uh, that should be. We got to double check times because I don't want to host the show at 7 p.m. in the evening because I have a social life. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. I know. <laughs> and then uh, Schmo Center after every all the all the shows. So Schmo Dad shows will be after post match. And yeah, that's everything we have to say apart from Happy Birthday. Thank you. I'm gonna go call my mom because she tried to call me during the show, and then I gotta go out and do some drinks with my friends. So yeah, thank you guys. Go get drunk. Have a great. We'll do I don't drink. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, Peggy, do you want to sign us up? Ah, uh, yes, I will. Uh, for myself and Tony, Adelaide, Kevin, and Aaron. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs>